0: Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, And I'm Grace Frisella. And uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We have a guest on uh, the show today. And I think this is the first time uh, since bringing Grace on full time that, ha- that we have a guest on the show. Is that true? I think so. OK. First time. First time we have a guest on the show. Um, but unfortunately I like, you know, first of all, I know that we haven't, uh, recorded or published an episode in a while. Um, to be honest, our life has just been crazy, crazy, crazy. There is so much going on right now. And unfortunately, um, you know, unfortunately it's just really, I mean, something has to, something has to take a backseat when we're just driving, you know, when we're going crazy. And, um, you know, the podcast is the first thing it's the easiest thing to, to, to cut out. Uh, but anyway, we've missed you hopefully you've missed us too and uh, and tonight Grace is actually not going to uh, be on the show. Yep. long story short, Grace has been um, you know she's been pretty much bedridden for the past two three days um, and it's just I, I don't know we recently were traveling. I don't know if she picked up a bug when we were traveling or um, or what but she hasn't had an appetite. She you know has had a constant headache and um, long story short, she's not going to hang out with us tonight, but that's okay because we have a guest on and uh, my man, you know, will will definitely carry um, his weight and graces, you know, on the show. But uh, anyway, I want to introduce you guys to my good friend. His name is Murphy Wells. He has a podcast of his own. Obviously, he'll he'll tell you about that. Uh, but Murph, welcome to the show. What's up? Uh, I'm him. Thanks for
1: having me. I appreciate <laughs> it.
0: Bro. You had to know that I was going to do that. You definitely <laughs> are him. Bro, bro, how's the intro to your show?
1: uh which in- by the way congratulations the show is what you got like nine ten episodes now nine uh as of this week actually the day after we got back i have 11 episodes up Damn. um got about 1100 listens in the last month which i only started about a month ago when you actually showed me how to do this so you know give credit where it's due but outside of that man you know the the, po- <laughs> the intro of the the intro to the, the name of my podcast is can we talk about this with murphy wells i'm him and then I actually do snap and all that. So hey. I try to make it authentic to real life, man. I try. That really is authentic to Murph. It really is. I'm him.
0: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, congratulations on the show. And, uh, and yeah, dude, it's... You know, it's cool. I you know how it is, you know how I am anyway. I, I put so much pressure on myself. And so like when you watch those listens and you watch the downloads and you, you watch the starts and the stops <laughs> and you dig into the to the stats, sometimes it gets to you, right? Like I, yeah. no, you're you're super positive. So you're probably like, Oh, this is cool. I watch it and I'm like, Why am I not at a million <laughs> downloads yet?
1: I mean, dude, like, trust me, it's it's something where and it is a numbers thing. Like all numbers have caused me headaches in my life in some way, shape, or form. So my big thing with approaching it was I'm doing it to have fun. So the fact that I got and I'm not saying this because it's cliche. I'm saying it because literally I'm like, I got a single person to not just listen to my podcast, but to share it. Yeah. And then the number has hit a thousand so far yeah. on that. So it's one of those things where I was just legitimately like dude, I'm, I'm already achieving the goal. So it's, it's great. The numbers yeah. are actually working in my favor now.
0: I know. I know. I gotta take the pressure off. I got <laughs> luckily Grace and I have a really, really, I mean, we got a really, uh, consistent, um, you know, audience, like no matter, even though we're incredibly inconsistent, you know, <laughs> they show up for us every single time. So it, it, it's cool seeing who responds to, cause you know, on Instagram is where we first introduce ourselves to like the public to perfect mm-hmm. strangers At least for me, it was the first for me. Um, But that's the first place, and that's the place we're used to doing it. We don't think very much about it. But then we go into this different setting, and it turns out not only is there... Uh, there's people who i never hear from or talk to on instagram that listen to my show that listen to every single episode Mm -hmm. and every
1: single time they reach out to me and it's like bro you never you never even respond to my stories like who are you bro I, i think it's just because everybody has their medium exactly like but that's why it's cool being on there right yeah i mean look man honestly kind of the same thing i've noticed a few people who like followed me because of the podcast and i'm like I've had this out for a month, and it's like, well, dude, my friend shared it, and like, he said you had a great message, and you did and like, I'm, I'm not what I'm whooping up my message right now. It's just like, the fact is, that's the power of word of mouth. Humble brag. I mean, you're not too bad yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that all being the case, man, it's just like how people learn. Yo, Some
0: speaking pe- of word of mouth.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Of, speaking of, yo, yo, today this business got me
0: so... Mad, Mm. like literally, Murph Murph watched this whole thing happen, bro. Uh, Murph watched this whole thing happen from afar. He didn't even say anything to me, but I knew he was watching. And then, and then when (laughs) I saw him tonight, he's like, Yo, (laughs) but I, uh, I so I went to uh, a gym here. I'm not gonna like put him on super blast because Grace will get mad at me, but um, I went to a a local gym here, and even though it's local, it's it's not like a small business, it's a nationwide. You know, kind of just the chain gyms, um, the franchises. And so <clears throat> Grace and I, January special, you know, started the new year. We went there uh, because um, I, I, I can't remember why we did. But anyway, we got memberships there. We didn't need to. Like when we got memberships there, um, I think we already had a membership someplace else. Uh, but we wanted to find a gym that was closer to the house. So we go there, we sign up, whatever. It's decent. I get like one package and she gets an, a different package. And I think we had two different prices. Hers had like tanning and stuff like that. But anyway, um, we recently, we're recently we getting ready to move. So we changed gyms again. Our, our new apartment is actually, it, it's like 10 miles away from, uh, from the gym. So we found a gym that was only three miles away from the apartment, and we're going to just start going there. So I go, I explain this to the GM today, and long story short, I try to cancel my membership. And this guy tells me, not mine, mine and Grace's, this guy tells me that Grace, her package or whatever, the price point that she chose, came with a two-year commitment. Not one year, two years, 24 months, and... I'm like, wow, that's a that's a long commitment for a gym like a lot can happen
1: in 24. I don't know if I I don't know if I've ever gone to a gym for 24 months straight. I've had a membership for 24 months straight. I didn't go for 24 months.
0: straight. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, see
1: how that comes yeah. back to you.
0: Yeah. But like, I, I don't know if I've gone to the same gym for 24 for one consecutive 24 month period other than the gym that I used to work out at at first form headquarters.
1: I have two that I can actually speak on, really? and, and they were good experiences.
0: Uh, okay, but nevertheless, twenty four months. I, I was. That's the first thing I was taken back. I'm like, damn, twenty four. Okay, that's that's understandable. Whatever. Maybe we signed up. We looked for the price point. We okay. Well, w- what's the cancellation fee then? Can I just pay the cancellation mm-hmm. fee? Right, that's, that's standard practice, right? <laughs> this guy tells me. That they don't actually allow cancellations at all. In fact, he started using words like obligation and commitment, and I'm like, so I have, I, I have to. Um, it's required that mm-hmm. I have to fulfill the rest of the contract, and and you have to pay every single month for the the rest of the contract, and then you can opt out in your last thirty days. <laughs> Uh, you know opt out of auto renewing Mm -hmm. and i'm like what so i can't cancel there's no way that i can cancel he's like well unfortunately you're only moving 10 miles away and our and our minimum radius to justify cancellation is 15 miles and not just from our gym but from any location of our franchise Mm -hmm. and i'm like what so long story short i left there and i was pissed because i started doing math in my head i'm like okay well between her and i we're gonna pay you know easily over $600. Oh, yeah. Through the through the duration of these contracts and 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 it's like, you know, and I'm not going to be able to go and I and I have to get another gym membership anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I have to So I'm just freaking pissed. And I don't typically do this, but I go to my Instagram story Mm -hmm. and I tell the story. I'm like, hey, you know, any business, dude, I hate businesses that have this business model where they where they, you know, get customers to sign these long term contracts just so that they can, you know, forcibly retain them. Like if you have to do that as a business, dude, Mm -hmm. you don't have a good business. You don't have a good business. Like I have never operated a business ever that way. And I've had and I've had a, a few different businesses on a subscription basis like that. And it's always month to month. You can cancel whenever you want. And you know why I do that? Because I'm fucking confident that I'm going to do a good job dude, and that you're going to want to stay. And these, these businesses instead, they go out of their way and it's not just gym franchises like that, like cell phone companies, you know, all the, a lot of, a lot of bit, uh, industries operate that way, but it just infuriates me Mm -hmm. so much because here I am like, why would you even want to keep a customer? that is unhappy that doesn't you're making them even more unhappy so i go to my instagram i post that story literally over 100 people respond to my to my story in like the first hour and a half and i'm having all these conversations in like f that place i hate that place i had this so i took a screenshot of a few of those comments put that on my story too and to circle all the way back to what sparked this conversation you know i i put another slide on my story and what it said is hey, a lesson for all current and future business owners, mm-hmm. okay? Negative word of mouth spreads way faster than positive word of mouth, Good. okay? And, and I showed all the screenshots. Well, guess what happened, okay? I talked to over 100 people that had terrible experiences similar, similar to mine that were saying, oh, yeah, F that place. Dude, they did the same thing to me and this and that. Okay, guess what? The freaking district manager... Of this franchise, the, 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 the regional manager, not the district. The regional manager, the big wig in this in the Midwest, calls Grace's cell phone like literally three hours later, and is like, hey, you know, like schmoozing her, hey, so you know, I know your <laughs> I know your family, I know this, I know this person, and yeah, we're connected, and that's how I got your number actually, and whatever, and checked on her, how are you? And and then you know, hey, um, I, I tell you, I heard about the, the situation with your membership. Um, I'm going to actually get it canceled. I think it's ridiculous. You shouldn't have to pay. You shouldn't have to pay for something. I don't want you to have to pay for something that you're not going to use. So you know what? I'll get it canceled. No big deal. Totally understandable. Um, hey, can you just do me a favor? Can you have Mark take that Instagram story down? And she, and I'm kind of mad that she did this, but she, she, she literally committed. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll have him take it down. Uh, Before even talking to me about it. So she calls me, she asked me to take it down. I take it down. I was pissed because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to take it down. I would have told the dude to shove it because I think it's ridiculous that I think it's ridiculous that because I have a platform, because she has a platform, or because her family, or because of this or that connection, Mm -hmm. we got special treatment. Why? Why do I have a hundred people in my inbox that you should have done the same thing for? Yeah. You, you see what I'm...
1: I i do not know, man. That, that shit made me so mad. Dude, trust me. No, I've been in that exact... As, as much as I want to praise the two... It's honestly just one gym because one of them was a rec center with my school. Yeah. But there was one gym that I belong belonged to for multiple years and I will admit this though when I first bought the membership to that gym I wasn't using it very much and then I did my last two years in Springfield and I used it a lot but here in St. Louis I joined a gym last winter that's a very sports specific gym you're gonna learn striking grappling and I'm not gonna mention them either because it's not it's not worth it yeah now I used to go to this place all the time but as you know, at HQ, we have a lot of those same functions there yeah. where we'll have them start to come in and teach us jujitsu or we'll have someone and have pads mm-hmm. and can teach you a thing or two. So I stopped going and my debit card actually had declined. And so they got a hold of me after so many months and like, hey, you owe us X amount of dollars. I was like, well, I owe you this if that's what my card declined. Sure. But I'd rather just cancel the membership. They're like, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, Yo, you signed a two-year contract. What? <laughs> and so I'm like, well, here's the deal. I think I remember you talking about this. You were I, pissed. I was furious. So, so now
0: you understand how I felt No, I'm, I'm, I'm being the coefficient of how you feel right now because I was right
1: there. Now, the difference between what happened to me and what happened to you is the outcome, which is I called them. I went down there. I was respectful. I was friendly. I said, look, my favorite instructor doesn't even work here anymore. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to come to this facility. Yeah. And they were like, all right, cool. We'll We'll, we'll talk to you about canceling. They sent me an email. It was like, all right, so you basically owe $1,800 throughout the rest of your contract. You can either pay us that or you can pay us an installment that's a little bit less or an installment that's just a little bit less. What? So I was like, they had already sent me a, a lawyer notice. They sent me to a collections lawyer and they said, if you don't pay by this day, they are gonna take you to court now. Look, nah, yeah, oh, bro. Oh my god, I yeah. looked up the firm and everything, but
0: that's what I mean is that the average person would have got treated like that.
1: Yep, and I did, and I paid because I said this, and what? this is exactly to the point that I started. All right, cool, I'll give you $1,200, but guess what? You will lose. My recommendation, my word of mouth in a positive fashion for the rest of my days. For the for the rest of my life. That's yep. what I said about these people. I want
0: to F these people. I will never let yep. them get a single dollar. And you know what? I probably cost them mm-hmm. way more money today mm-hmm. in that three hours that the post was up. Yep. I probably cost them way more money than they would have collected from, from Grace and I for the duration of our contract just by putting that up. You see, people don't understand that, that like, especially businesses, business owners don't understand that um, a lot This these days is that we're in a new age where word of mouth can spread instantaneously. Like you, back in the day, you could treat somebody like shit. And it would like, and, I, and what I mean by back in the day is like, okay, 70s, 80s, 90s, before social media, okay, you could do bad business, okay? You could be a piece of shit, business owner or manager or whatever, and treat your customers like shit. And the word wouldn't spread. It would take a year, two years, or three years, or ten years for the word to spread mm-hmm. that you did that you were bad business. Okay, because people spread word of mouth differently. Okay, but now with social media, you make a post and it tell, and you literally instantly tell every single person that you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, look, the Internet is one of those things where everybody is telling on everybody. You, there That's is, right. There is no privacy on the Internet, and what goes on the Internet lives there practically forever.
0: Dude, not only that, but,
1: like, when you provide a shitty
0: service or you rip somebody off or whatever, okay, if you're not going above and beyond to help your customers, to, to provide a quality service or a quality product, okay, understand that, like, it is way... Like, people are, not not only does negative word of mouth spread 10 times faster than positive word of mouth, but people are 10 times more likely. They're 10 times quicker to, sh- to spread or to speak negative word of mouth. Because when they're pissed off, that's when they want to go and tell everybody, okay? In order for you to get somebody to literally go and tell all their friends how amazing of an experience they had at your business, okay, you have to, like, go Way the fuck above and beyond. Like you have to like you have to provide the best retail experience or the best whatever the best the best experience that they've ever had in their in in your in your space. Okay, you have to go way above their standards to wow them and make them tell a positive story. But you know what? You only got to piss them off a little bit to get them to go and 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 talk some shit. Mm -hmm. Ain't that the truth? I mean, you've seen it.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I think this. You can break this down to, like, who is the person who's trying to do business exactly? I think at the end of the day, the people who get into business just to make money or to make a, a status for themselves, look, you're going into it with the wrong intent. At the end of the day, what you should be doing is serving the public because everything I've learned, not only from working with you and being your friend, but from doing the wrong thing to starting to do the right thing, you are earn the best outcomes when you are giving to people and when you're not sitting there doing shitty business. Because once you understand quality over like the quantity of dollars you'll get, you make quality decisions, you meet quality people, you do quality business, you live a quality life. But if you're trying to infringe on the quality of what you do because you want to make a fast book or because you think it makes you look big, look, that's ego. And that's what's going to be essentially the tail of your downfall is what yeah. you pull right there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, you know, since we're talking about business, actually, because I, I I've been thinking about this too. This is something that's been on my mind and I need and it's not just we're not talking about business necessarily, but you know, I've been big, both Grace and I have been really, really, really intentional um about supporting like local small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean we're going out of our way. We're trying to just become more mindful consumers. Mm-hmm. Um and, and for a multitude of reasons, like for a multitude of reasons. But one of the things that I think about and, and and I don't care. Some people maybe think I'm crazy, but if you look at any industry, okay, like literally any industry, and this is weird. I'm going to be admitting like a weird paranoia of mine <laughs> to you guys. Like you guys are gonna be like, Mark's a fucking maniac. But if you look at any industry, let's say we look at the automobile industry. Okay. Um, uh, you can look at the energy you know, industry, like electric, okay? You could look at oil. Um, you can look at technology. You could look at media. So you could look at social media. You can literally look at any industry, shoes or fuck. And, and when you look at them, if you, if you look deep enough, you start to find that even though it, it appears that there's all these different companies in this space um, when you start looking at like what companies own other companies, yeah. it develops like almost like an an it, it develops like a uh, a pyramid, okay, a pyramid, if you will. And on the top, what you find is almost every single one of mm-hmm. the dollars being spent in this space is getting funneled up to two or three different either yeah. people, companies, or organizations, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And so my weird. Fucking paranoia is that these bigger companies are gaining more and more market share. Yeah. They're buying up more and more and more of the smaller ones, and it's getting to the point where I truly believe that, like, all of our dollars mm-hmm. are slowly getting funneled to the same few. And when I say few, like maybe it's a hundred people or a hundred companies or hundred yeah. organizations in the world, right? But like to the same few. People, companies, and organizations yeah. to the point where they are literally going to one hundred percent own mm-hmm. our lives. They're going to own us. They're going to own the earth. Like, like it's insane. Like the real estate. Like you look at any industry. They all, every single one of those dollars. And so that's one of the things that really makes me loyal to this, this new shift in you know being a mindless consumer to being a mindful consumer is. I am desperate to start like redistributing some of the money. Like I don't want to get to the point where 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 the whole planet is a fucking monopoly, you yeah. know, like 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 economically,
1: you know what I mean? So, what do you think about that? Do you think I'm fucking crazy? I I think you're absolutely right and this is one of those concepts that has been brought up time and time again in conversations like these where it's called the illusion of choice. It's 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 rampant in politics. It's rampant in media. It is rampant in e- in economics. Like when you talk about those two companies, the ones that come to mind are BlackRock and Vanguard. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I was just watching a fucking video the other day yeah. where and, and people. I you know why I purposely
0: don't talk about BlackRock. You know why I don't talk about it? It's positive word of mouth at that point. Well, n- no, not <laughs> no, only kidding, that. I'm kidding. Not, that is, but you know, not only that because you know PT Barnum said you know any publicity, all it's publicity good. is good publicity. Exactly. But the real reason why I don't talk about it is because as soon as you bring it up, if anybody's familiar with what it is, they'll instantly label you, label you a conspiracy
1: theorist. I'd rather be a conspiracy theorist. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just keeping it real. Like I don't I'll talk about you. it that
0: much because, because you bring up BlackRock and somebody's like, oh, man, you're one of those people. But it's like, okay. BlackRock is a real company. Yeah. Van, everybody knows Vanguard because most people, they do their retirement. they yeah Roth doing. IRAs with them. Exactly. So everybody knows a Vanguard, but they don't think mm-hmm. of them the same way. But BlackRock is a very similar enterprise. But anyway, BlackRock and Enterprise, they, they own, like yeah. they're legitimately, yeah. they own portion a portion of the earth, you know? Like it's well, crazy.
1: when you think of it, like Mark's idea holds a lot of water. Not only are they trying to, okay, not, I'm not going to say they're trying, quote unquote, but... Could you perceive that there's a monopolistic idea behind that? Absolutely. But I'm going to shift it over to media real quick because you know how I feel about media. I have a whole episode on this on my podcast called We Now Return to Our Regularly Scheduled Programming. It's episode eight or episode nine. Please go listen to it. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are into politics, which even if you watch like ABC or CBS, I'm sorry, that's still political news. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, all those companies, whether they are Fox, CBS, ABC, the whole NBC branch, and now I'm specifically looking at CNBC and MSNBC. Mm-hmm. They are all owned by one of one of six big parent companies, and it's disgusting when you see all the different channels that these companies own, and then you realize that the agendas of these big parent companies get trickled down to all these little ones, mm-hmm. and it influences what you watch, and what you watch influences how you think, and yeah. then how you spend money, and what you chase, and who your idols are. But people, there's literally still people out there. I was just saying this to freaking Grace
0: today. I was actually I was talking to you know who yeah. about it. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, you can't get him started. Oh. But I was talking to him, <laughs> I was talking to my buddy about it, and I said, bro, you know what amazes me is the fact that there's literally still people out there mm-hmm. right now that that don't suspect a thing. Like they that like well, like, like they they literally they don't think that anything is wrong or, you know, out of place. They think that, Mm -hmm. you you know, that COVID, uh, and, and all these, like these, these, uh, these, uh, you know, national emergencies, really. We had Ebola, we had the monkey box monkey. I mean, we had like thing after thing, every election year, you know, there's something, um, and they think that's just coincidence. Um, and then COVID comes and, and 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 all of this evidence of like government corruption and then mm-hmm. you know and then what what is the guy's name, the, the pedophile that all the politicians were connected to? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein, like people think that like that was like you know coincidence? Le- yeah, legitimate, and that Hillary Clinton's husband wasn't on the that that list. <laughs> Bill it, Gates. It, 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 exactly. You know, like Bill Gates, all this and, and, and people they don't suspect a thing. They think that they think that if you believe that any of that stuff is 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 true, mm-hmm. even the, the the Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, like oh, well, you know, people still voted
1: for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, bro. Okay, a few quick things just to piggyback off what you're talking. But about. but
0: it's because but my uh, just to finish what I was saying is yeah. that I just can't
1: believe that there's still
0: people out there that really don't they don't see any of
1: it first thing is there's a quote by noam chomsky that goes something to the effect of if we choose to we can live in a world of comforting illusion that's what that is number two most people have been conditioned to accept this because it's all they've known their whole life they've never been taught to question anything grow up go to school but go how? to college. Like, like how can people not exercise critical thinking? These because days? they're comfortable. Look, dude, when you're comfortable, it's easier to stay at rest than it is to put an effort and move. Most people like the way life is. They'd rather be told what to do. Quite honestly. It's- they'd rather they'd rather just pay taxes and die. The two definites in life. And that's sad. But when you have conversations like these, you realize there's more to life than paying taxes and die. And then what do you do? You go chase everything else. You don't get comfortable.
0: Yeah, am yeah. I wrong? Yeah, no, you ain't wrong at all. Honestly, it just uh, it, it it literally blows my mind. Like like I was, you brought up ABC, mm-hmm. which by the way, like there there is a monopolistic agenda in the economy in a, in in every single area of the economy. But also, you brought up a great point: the media, really? like like I think I saw that like BlackRock and Vanguard they owned. They they had significant stakes in like ninety eight percent of our news out of our news outlets or news company or media companies in America like mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah that that's crazy but um but no going back to what I was saying in the beginning and and really kind of where, what I was bringing up is being a more mindful consumer rather than a mindless consumer and that is you know sort of half of the reason why I'm trying to be so mindful. Is, is just because I'm, I'm seriously paranoid. I think mm-hmm. that eventually, and, and it could, it could dude, some crazy things have been happening in our country and in our world yeah. over the past, I mean, forever, mm-hmm. forever. But people, I think people, especially me anyway, I'm just starting to open my eyes to mm-hmm. sort of like some of the things that just don't, that, that They don't add up. They don't make much sense. Um, And so who knows? It could happen in our lifetime. It could happen in our kids' lifetime. But I don't want it to happen at all. And so one of the easiest solutions, I feel like, is to just go out of your way to support local entrepreneurs like small business owners like i try to buy my groceries from a locally owned Mm -hmm. you know family owned operation i try to buy i try to buy clothing from local clothing company dude i i i don't shop at chain restaurants i don't go to a chain gym like i've i've made some changes and it's it's it feels good and you know what we don't i don't think we pay much more for what we you know our lifestyle than we were before yep. okay but I think that like one it's gonna take everybody mm-hmm. it's gonna take everybody trying to start spending their dollars more mindfully you know in that way because what people are addicted to the convenience of mm-hmm. of our shopping experience here in America now yep. like people want to be able to order that shit today yep. it show up tomorrow they could try it on and see if it fits and send it back if they don't like it, mm-hmm. you know, in the same day and have another one by Friday. Like mm-hmm. literally have an, literally have another outfit by Friday so they can go out to wherever they were going, right? Like it's it's insane how convenient you can order your groceries for curbside pickup. You yep. can get them delivered. Go you know, you can you can get them delivered. But like all of these things that that convenience comes at a hefty price. Like yeah. it really does. And so I'm willing To go out of my way, and not only that, I think it's the right thing to do. I want to. I love seeing people win. Like I fucking love seeing people win. So if you can help the people in your community be more successful, like, do you think who do you think is more likely to enrich your life Mm -hmm. and your community and your experience? Do you think it's the local entrepreneur that made it big and now is worth a hundred million dollars, or do you think it's fucking Jeff
1: Bezos? It ain't gonna be Walmart. I'm gonna tell you. It
0: it, it ain't gonna be Walmart. It's not gonna be fucking Amazon. Like those people are Mm -hmm. not making your life any better except for
1: expedience
0: except for, yeah, you know, just making your life, making functioning as, as literally as convenient and as lazy as possible. And that's the whole thing
1: is the more we've innovated With technology the less we've had to adapt As a species which is very very Bad for us because when the world Starts going through natural disaster We're going to think we have everything figured out but it's going to look Like the cave people did it way better than we did Because they didn't have the comforts That we do exactly and when You don't really Invest in your community everything Becomes a copy of a copy of a copy Why do you think you the other day When I was in Nebraska guess what There was a Jimmy Johns there There weren't a whole lot of little small mom and pop restaurants, though. Yeah. There was a Scooter's Coffee. There was a Walmart. I will admit they didn't have a Starbucks, though. This was something that actually jogged my memory when you were talking, though, is that you guys have to understand, like, you have the power to shape the world with your dollars and with your choices. At the end of the day, I'm a guy who's been in trouble with the law. And something that really rubbed me the wrong way is a lot of the companies that I would go and essentially spend money with, they would use prison labor. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like that. You're such a big, powerful, rich company. You can pay people quality dollars. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. And look, for, for any arguments to come on the other end of it, look, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. But I don't really eat at Wendy's anymore. And that's all I'm going to
0: say. Yeah, but not... Okay. Yo, it's dude. He, he says, yo, I'm not going to say anything, but... It's the, look, yo, but... It, you're you're exactly right though. Okay, I have talked about this before actually on the show about being a more mindful consumer, and and sort of the other half of it, which is like, hey, if you don't agree with a company's, you know, practices, their cultural agendas, mm-hmm. their ethical whatever, you know, if you don't agree with a, the Good. way a company operates, just don't spend your dollars with them, like mm-hmm. because every dollar that you spend with them is 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 a is a show of support for not only their product or their service but also the way that they operate it is a it is a dollar that you spend funding their cultural agendas you know so like you really i think it's worthwhile to look into companies that you do business with and and worst case scenario Mm -hmm. if you don't if you're not if you don't Have any desire or interest in being that mindful of a consumer? You could still support your local, your, you know, put pump dollars into your local economy. Just because you buy that shit down the street doesn't mean those dollars are gonna stay down the street. Like Mm -hmm. they're not. But if you spend that money with a local entrepreneur, okay, then uh, obviously. Um, that money does stay local, right It's cool you get to see that family's kids grow up you know and they're a part of your community why the, why would you not you know and, and I think that it's because of the price point and I think that yep. it's because of the lack of convenience And then just to tie this back to what we, we we sort of sidetracked into, which is like you know the fact that I cannot I cannot believe that there's still people mm-hmm. who are completely, They're just in denial about about any ill intent Mm. of people in power and then also people uh, in government and and things like that, okay? But to tie it all together, and then my weird suspicion that all of our money is getting funneled to the same place. Which I agree with. Okay? (laughs) To tie it all together, when you also start spending your money with Local small business owners, when you start becoming a more mindful consumer, okay, guess what? It's those same dollars that you're spending with the same few companies that own fucking everything, okay? Those also happen to be very politically and socially active companies that have cultural agendas that are, that are at bare minimum, at bare minimum that they're able to, um, that they're able to sort of propagate mm-hmm. in in America, okay, just by sheer influence of their culture because they own so much, they own so much of our economy, right? Mm-hmm. And they own our media and they own everything. So like so if so I think it's like a double solution. Not only are we going to avoid this scenario where fucking the whole earth is owned by you know, a hundred different people, because all of our money is getting funneled to the same few companies that own all these other companies. Solves that problem, okay? But it also solves the problem of guess what? Money helps people do good things. Like, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not somebody that would say, oh, rich people are assholes or anything. Like, I've never subscribed to that. I don't know anybody that has. I don't know anybody that automatically judges rich people and thinks that they're scumbags. But I've heard that those there's people like that out there, and like, I don't agree with that at all. I think the only way that you can actually Make any significant impact on this earth, positive or negative. Well, no, not really. Negative, you could do it with no money. But any significant positive impact on this earth, and I mean significant, like fucking people write history books about you and shit like that, okay? To make a significant impact like that, you have to have money. Even to make... Not even that significant, but even to improve your fucking community, yeah. if you wanted to fucking you know uh, spruce up the, the local high school yeah. d- and put a new gym on, guess what? That shit costs dollars. The only yeah. way that you can really make a, a huge Im- and money will will um, it'll sort of uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? It'll just compound. The, the amount of impact that you're able to have when you mm-hmm. want to be a person of a positive impact in your community and your yeah. family's life or whatever. Right. It just it just gives you a greater opportunity to make an even greater impact on even more people's lives or a bigger impact on a select few people's lives. Right. And so I think that that pumping money uh, or diversifying where the money goes is a good thing. All around, politically, you know, socially, um, culturally, and then also, you know, obviously, it's a way to sort of just get back to your community without without necessarily donating. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to spend the money anyway.
1: Yeah, and look, that's one of those things that whenever you think of what money is, I personally, growing up, I didn't really care a whole lot about money. But it was funny because when I started doing. The wrong thing, I started caring about money for the wrong reasons because I wanted to flex and because I wanted to be the bad guy. And I wasn't worried about building up my community. And so I spent a lot of time after that, after I got in trouble and after I you know, had to build myself up on a character level to where it wasn't about the money. It was about the good things that I could do. But then when I started making a little bit more money, I started noticing I could do more good things.
0: Yeah.
1: And the act of doing those good things with that new mindset it gave me a sense of completion and fulfillment. And I'm not an entrepreneur. I mean, you know, I work a job, but you know the line of work that I'm in now. And it's one of those things where if I make people better people, then they can afford better lives for their families. And they have to impact with their local communities in order for that to do that. And if they're not a vibrant member of their local community, then it's one of those things that's like, well, you should probably get on that because that's the number one catalyst to people knowing who you are and knowing what you're about. And if you don't want people to know those things, how are you ever going to move forward in life? Yeah.
0: No, I feel you, man. I, I I really do. And I don't know. I've thought a lot about this recently, and it was something that i that I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on too. And I know that you just mentioned too, that you know before you got in trouble and everything like that. So just to 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 fill you guys in, Murph does, I believe you do an episode where you just tell everybody sort of like
1: where you've come from and where you're at now and episodes one and two Uh, episode is one is entitled introductions where I just kind of tell you who I am, where I've been and what I'm doing. But uh, the second episode is uh, about the last time I was arrested or about my last arrest where you really do get the full scope of some of the stuff that I was involved in when I was a little younger.
0: Yeah. So, so long story short. Okay. Murph, Murph and I have that in common. Um, he didn't... I don't think he went to prison, right?
1: No, I was in... Uh, you know, i had been to jail for a couple he, he times. You in like, the county, and yeah. then
0: you did pro- probation for a while, right? Uh, five years. Yeah, so he did five years probation, but still, you know, he got in trouble with the law, you know, sort of was on the wrong path. Yeah. So very similar to me. I think similar age as well, except I was a little bit younger, I think, when I got in trouble. Um but, yeah, anyway, you know, he has a story of his own. He's been through a lot of things, and, and so it's really cool to be sitting here with him now uh, because, like you said, he does have his own podcast. He has an awesome job. He does really good things. He helps a lot of people. He makes a positive impact. Um, so, yeah, I mean, check out the podcast. You know, he's an interesting dude. That's that's actually why I had you on the show, and it's funny because we jumped right into uh, just talking about whatever, um, and I never really introduced him, but that's Murph. You know, he, he's a guy that's been through a lot of things just like I have. He's learned a lot of lessons, and... Man, he's articulate as heck, as you guys, <laughs> if you guys haven't
1: noticed that. Uh, didn't you go to school for, like, English philosophy? Uh, yeah, so I, w- I went to school mostly as an English major. I actually started out as a sociology major. Got it. And then I wanted to get into media arts, but it, it I had to do a whole lot of prerequisite shit that I was not willing to do. So I landed on English because for that reason, like, I, if I have any talents in life, it's reading and writing, which
0: (laughs) that's honestly, my man is just, he's super articulate and it's funny because like, if you know him, like you would just, you just wouldn't guess it. Like the, like, like his, his vocabulary is pretty impressive. And, and even you're just, you know, the way that you enunciate your words and everything. So it's like, uh it's funny because he, okay murph loves like like gangster rap hip hop music for example Uh oh, um, <laughs> you know he he you know he smokes marijuana the same way I do. Yeah, uh I smoke blunts too. Yeah, yeah exactly. He <laughs> smokes. He drinks Hennessy. I wear tims. Okay, okay. He, he wears Timberland boots. He, he, drink, he eats yeah. fried chicken like Murph is. Yeah, Murph is just he's funny. He's Him. been in, he's been influenced by <laughs> hip hop culture Absolutely. to the max, and it's cool. But but all I'm, the only point I'm making yeah. is that your your voice and your your vocabulary and you yeah. dude you're so articulate. And the way you speak, you just wouldn't guess it. Like, I, I guarantee when people look you up, they're
1: going to be like, what? That's right. <laughs> well, it's funny because it was one day when I was uh, doing a class actually at work and we were going over something. And I went to that effect that person said. And they were like, OK, I don't get you. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and like, what's what's up? You're either like totally literate or you're a fucking hood rat not, they're like is there no gray area with you i'm like nah man there's splotches of black and white i'm a panda like it is what it is. i'm a yin yang but more than anything it was like being raised my mom actually she always introduced me to her co-workers and her regulars she worked in restaurants she was yeah. a bartender and all that stuff so i was raised from a very young age to speak correctly and be polite, look people in the eye and all Mm -hmm. that. As I got older and I got out on my own, I really abandoned a lot of those things. There was a period in my life where you would look at me and be like, that dude talks like he has a mouthful of shit. Now I was messed up all the time, so there's that too. But as I slowly got my way out of it, I was like, look, you don't have to be one polar end of the spectrum or the other. You have qualities that are both that are entirely you and it doesn't matter what other people think it doesn't matter what other people say you're not talking and interacting to get people's approval you're doing it to build relationships and to show people who you are yeah. and so i mean dude i have a wu tang tattoo i have the words anything is possible tattooed on anything? me <laughs> like i've seen kendrick lamar i've seen cypress hill That's like crazy. i have met and seen some of the the coolest artists yeah. i could have ever imagined and honestly like some of the people i've met over the years are like bro it's funny. Like, because like, when I, when I first real? met you,
0: like, obviously, I've been around some people that, you know, that, that <laughs> are like that all the time. And yeah. it's like, anyway, tell, tell these guys, okay, tell these guys about last weekend.
1: Oh, man. So know. Murph and I just,
0: Murph actually <laughs> just, Murph oh, tagged along on the trip with Grace and I this past weekend. Grace and I uh, were in uh, Chicago. Okay, my first time in Chicago. Grace has been there many times. Unfortunately, it was really overcast, so I, I didn't get, like, a great... Uh, tour of the city um, mm-hmm. Like I really wanted to Like I wish it was Like a sunny day It was raining on us When we were walking Around the city And stuff like that But we did go to To Chicago last weekend uh, Went to uh, a couple concert, Concerts While we were out there And Murph uh, Murph was a was our guest He tagged yeah. along, along Along with my brother
1: But tell him about it You know like I, I do have a very eclectic taste in music and art and media and all that kind of stuff. And uh, when it comes to EDM, I will admit this, like I love a lot of EDM music. It's more on the mainstream side, what I've been listening to for the last few years, because honestly, it started popping off right as I got out of high school. Skrillex was the big thing. And, you know, that was a long ass time ago. And my, my taste in music does gravitate more towards like heavier styles of music or hip hop or even. Some Did bo- I tell you that I met, I met Skrillex? Yeah, you did. you yeah, told me that. Yeah, yeah. You've met a lot of DJs. I have met a lot of DJs. Uh, don't okay, it then. keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when it came to go to an EDM festival, it was a couple months ago, and you were just like, Merv. You know, and he was like, Merv, we're going to this thing called North Coast. It's going to be like $100, three stages, three days. You want to go? And I was like, man, you know, I've never thought about just going to a festival, <laughs> but I'd always heard good things. And then I also, like, doubted it for a really long time because I was like, I don't know if that's really my style. I don't yeah. know if that's really my crowd. I'm just going to tell you all this. Go, go, just go. <laughs> I had the time of my, it was the cherry on top of the best week of my life. Yeah. Now, mind you, like he has said multiple times that it was the best time. It, was the best it absolutely of his life. was. And cause here's the thing. I'm someone who thrives off of energy of people. DJs have great energy the vendors all had great energy all the guests there all the people who were there the 27,000 people is what Elinium said Mm -hmm. were all there just to have a good time and they showed it and in a time where we live in such a divisive culture uh, such a contrarian confrontational culture there was a person of every background there wearing every kind of outfit or not outfit or some other things literally and no one was getting into arguments. No one was fighting. No one was bickering. There was nothing political. And the spectacle of it all was pristine. And yeah. not only that, but, like, we cannot get away from connecting with each other, guys. Because when I go to this festival, I ran into people I knew. I ran into people I hadn't seen in years. This was my first time going out of time with Mark, uh, outside of professional reasons, if yeah. we ever have. And the fact of the matter is we have to keep investing in people. People you know. People you admire what they do. Not just some flashy marketing. And I I... I really do encourage each and every one of you, as a guy who is very critical of a lot of things, Mm -hmm. I think you know that about me, take a chance. And go to an EDM festival.
0: <laughs> You're still, wait, no, wait, I don't want to move on from the middle topic yet because, because you will a, it will talk
1: to people. That's, yeah, that's my point. That's true. That's you, my point.
0: It, it'll restore your faith in humanity. It did. That that is that
1: is a I, fact. I have not been this happy in so long. That's because fact. I was around people, and again, because we weren't arguing. Mm-hmm. Media wants to pit you against one another. They don't want you to see on the same page because it's not you versus the guy who doesn't agree with you politically. It is you mm-hmm. versus the guy who's telling you what to think on the media and the corporation that fucking pays him.
0: Any any. That's the point any edm festival will will restore your faith faith in human not any okay but if, yeah, you, go it's the right point, if you, you go to right probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone you should stay away They're from there's definitely something you should stay away from. okay reach out to me if you need a recommendation <laughs> I'm I, don't, authority. I don't want somebody to show up and be like what the fuck yeah and, but uh, but uh, anyway one of the things i wanted to bring up earlier yeah. um is <laughs> is uh with the media, okay, mm-hmm. you you brought up the media, yeah, and and I and I brought up this, hey man, I can't believe there's so people that, okay, and then the the what's this guy? What's the guy's name again? The pedophile, Epstein, okay, or the he he actually was accused of human trafficking or sex trafficking with chi- with children,
1: correct? Yes, his main thing was he would get young girls, typically under the age of 18 they he'd have him come over, do his thing, and uh, pay him two hundred bucks and have him bring a friend. Okay.
0: And then, not only that, but he had, like, this private island that he owned, okay? So, everybody... anybody, anyway, everybody, everybody has heard about this Epstein thing. If you haven't, then just, you know, disregard, okay? The same lawyer... This is one of those things that people just choose... I, I This yep. is why I can't understand. I know where you're going with the it, too. The same lawyer that represented Jeffrey Epstein, who mm-hmm. was a known sex trafficker who um had this private island where supposedly there is a log of visitors to this island. there's a visitors log and on this visitors log okay this private island is where he would keep sex slaves okay like young girls that you know were essentially uh, whatever you call it prostitutes but not prostitutes they were they were they were sex slaves on this island he would keep them there and there was a visitors log to this island mm-hmm. and on that visitor's log is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of well-known celebrities, very influential people in our culture, and politicians, including, but not limited to, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, okay, and, and a multitude of other people. Okay, Bill Clinton, let's just focus on that one, okay. But anyway, the, the same lawyer that represented Jeffrey Epstein, okay, and that was somehow able to get the court to seal the visitor's log so that the public never finds out who visited this island. Mm -hmm. Okay, The same lawyer that was able to get Epstein's visitor's log sealed is also, coincidentally, the judge that approved and signed the warrant for the FBI to raid Donald Trump, a former president. I don't care if you don't like him. This is a literal president of the United States. Former president. The FBI raided his house, Mm -hmm. okay? And then people are asking the question, how the hell, why the hell and how the hell would our own FBI ever raid the president or the house, the home of a former president? How could that ever happen? Who the hell would ever approve such a decision, Mm -hmm. okay? Guess who would approve it? The same lawyer. He was the judge that signed the warrant and approved the warrant. That that is not a... uh, and no. people will be like, oh, that's just, you know, he's just, just no. he's just doing his job. Like the
1: what? Everything's politics, guys. Everything's politics, everything's money, everything's lies and secrets. The
0: same person that got Bill Clinton's name saved, okay, and Hillary Clinton's name by default.
1: We all know Hillary's a crook.
0: That's crazy.
1: Oh, this is when I became disenfranchised. And
0: people will be like, oh, you're crazy. You're a fucking conspiracy theorist.
1: And we're not, because here's the deal. (laughs) Let's take it from the perspective of Hillary Clinton real quick. In 2016, which was one of the most divisive times in contemporary history, think Hillary versus Trump, at the end of the day, quite honestly, my guy in the beginning of the race, me, who is now a much older, wiser human being, Mm -hmm. as a libertarian, I I identify as a libertarian. Back in the day, I really was like, I I dug Bernie Sanders as a person. I thought he was a cool dude. I thought he really cared about people. I knew his ideas about economics Mm -hmm. were flawed, but whatever. I liked him. Well, when him and Hillary were going at it for the top Democrat spot, he got sabotaged by the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, and the chairwoman, whose name was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, was ousted for taking that spot away from Bernie, for putting it in favor of Hillary Clinton. She was then fired from the DNC and hired by the Clinton campaign. Why is that okay? Yeah, that's crazy. Why is that okay? And yet, when you talk about anything that has to do with Donald Trump, you can only be one way or the other. Why do you think the media at large always has his name in their mouth? He hasn't been president in two fucking years. Yeah, because people get so fired up about him. And they always say this stuff oh, he's racist, show me. And they can't, well, yeah, but even
0: it doesn't, you know, even they just can't get past that. It can't get past. No. He's a misogynist. He's a no. whatever. He's a this. He's a that. He's sexist. No. He's a... so people can't get past Anyast. the the stuff. They're, they're they're emotionally driven, and whenever you bring his name up, there's an emotional reaction. Oh, F that guy. I don't like that guy. Well, it's mm-hmm. not about it's not about that. Like it shouldn't make you blind to the other facts. Absolutely, you, you know. And it's crazy that if it were any other president in the history of our nation. Mm-hmm. Okay, Barack Obama, George Bush, or George Bush, or whoever you name it, Bill Clinton. God forbid, if there were any other president in the history of our nation, people would be up in arms. They would be like mm-hmm. demanding answers.
1: How can that? Why is the FBI raiding a former president's house? What you mentioned about emotions is very important because what I said not too long ago was that when you guys watch the media, they're not educating you, they're not informing you, they're selling you, and in sales. You are supposed to be emotional when you make decisions because you make Mm -hmm. quick and temperamental decisions. If you make logical decisions, it's when you slow down and look at the facts. I
0: mean, think about this. Have you ever have you ever have you ever looked in or noticed during a campaign, a presidential campaign that it looks like a reality TV show? Kind of. Absolutely. like It's a bickering match. Yes. And it's like, why are why are we even choosing either one of these people? It's because that's the illusion of choice. It's crazy. It's an illusion of choice. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we're talking about. The Mm. same way that you go to Walmart and you look at all that you look at. okay. you look at Powerade and then you look at Gatorade (laughs) and then you look at vitamin water and then you look at fucking you name it. Guess what? Doesn't fucking matter. Same company owns all those motherfuckers.
1: Owns all of them. Something that I, I honestly want to encourage everyone to do besides it's the same with th- politics. Honestly. This is the thing, though, that I want to encourage everyone to do, and it's from a young age that I really caught on to a lot of these things. I'm not going to say I was hip, but I was being told a lot of these things that Mark has been talking about this whole episode, which is, I was raised listening to George Carlin, the old comedian. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you should. Like, he is a dude who was on Saturday Night Live for a long time. He did the hippie weatherman thing, and then he started going out and doing comedy, and he was like a counterculture comic. He would go out there, and he would say the seven dirty words you couldn't say on TV or radio. He would say them right then and there, and they were shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker and tits wow and he would always talk about like the fact that like religion is a business now if you're religious that's fine i don't have a problem with that and if you're spiritual i'm spiritual but like i he, believe in god i i believe in something yep i'm not sure what i don't know everything and that's okay we can talk about that another time that's, Yeah, that's a good don't get me started because like we're gonna we'll be here for three days you know what i mean like yeah but who's this guy George Carlin was a comedian and he was one of the greatest comedians. He would talk about like, like he would talk about, don't believe the TV. Don't believe the news. They're selling you stuff. Sometimes he would almost go off left wing, but a lot of the things he said now bear a lot of water. Cause when you watch the news, it's not news. It is a reality TV show. A lot of things that you get told about what is right and wrong with the world is them trying to condition how you think and how you feel. And this was a dude who was hip to it for a very young age. And he was a comedian. He was funny as fuck, but, when you listen to what he says and when you actually like watch his comedy specials, not only will you laugh, you will think and you will question. And I wish I could tell you more of his jokes right now, but yeah. I just...
0: Okay, so, so just because politics is such a sensitive topic, which I am going to look up, I'm, I am going to look that guy up. In Dude. fact, I'll have you send me some of his videos. I got a special but, on my phone. But since politics is really like a hot button issue and I know that sometimes people don't hear the message... If you use politics as an example. So the example that I just used is I think it's crazy that people l- literally are not suspicious at all nope. of the coincidence of that of that situation, of that connection. OK, mm-hmm. the same lawyer that got, you know, all these politicians saved to save their career, saved everything. Right. Yeah. And, and saved the country from looking like a joke because they, we would have discovered that a lot of our politicians are involved in some really, really unacceptable and abhorrible things. Okay. same lawyer that got that that saved that situation is also the judge now, coincidentally, that approved the FBI to raid Donald Trump's house. But because people don't like Donald Trump, they're not going to hear the message. So I'm going to give a different example of how I think it's unbelievable that people don't notice this, that they're not asking questions, that they're not suspicious, that they're not taking steps to protect themselves from what's happening. Okay. but the, the example is this morning I was in the fucking gym. And I don't ever, I don't even own a TV, okay? But when I'm in the gym, the TVs are on. And I noticed on the news, they had ABC on. They had Good Morning America on. And they, I just happened to look up, and I seen a segment where they were telling people that new research shows that you can maintain your good physical health with, uh, with just 3,400 steps a day. <laughs> And I'm like, like that's the that's the the activity, the minimum activity to maintain good physical health. Good new research shows. Yeah. Okay? Well, I don't give a like this is what people literally think, oh well, yeah. research shows. Like, oh well, it's science. Yeah. And the news is saying it, so it has to be verified, right? Yeah. Well, where's the fucking common sense? Have you ever have you have you ever checked your watch at fucking 9 a.m.? before and seeing that you had 3400 steps because that's about i got 3400 steps by 9 a.m every single day okay and guess what the people that don't and the people that have never seen 3400 steps before 9 a.m okay i bet you they all have something in common i bet you they all have something. and it's like people don't have they don't have the tendency i know they have the ability Dang. but they don't have the tendency to to ask themselves does this make sense does this make sense and if not, why is the news telling us that they're, they're, they're conditioning us to believe that all we need to do to stay physically healthy is get vaccinated and and, and, and really all it takes is 3,400 steps a day of movement. Why, why would the news ever push that message on us? And, 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 and does not make any sense? Like why, why are people not inclined to ask themselves that question?
1: Folks, let me tell you the truth. You are easier to control when you are sedated, when you are essentially at someone's beck and thumb.
0: Yeah, but this is where people start calling us conspiracy theorists. But it's,
1: at the end of the day, look, if, if you at the end of the day, you don't have to be that good if the competition around you is nothing. That's really all there is to it. There are people in the world who want to succeed in spite of you. And you're a taxpayer. You're a consumer. You're a carbon-based life form. At the end of the day, you play a role in that equation. You can either choose to play the part where you are underneath them, which when they get on the TV, guess what? You look up at the TV. You don't necessarily have to think that's a conspiracy. But when a dog looks up at you, guess what? You're its master. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point, too. I never actually thought about that. Or how
0: about, this is the other thing recently, and then we'll just sort of wrap this up with a f- closing message, but yeah. the other thing that really honestly um, has that's been stuck on my mind lately is because it's it's all this. It's all this. This is all I've been thinking about a lot, especially, I mean, I've been implementing changes in my life. Like I said, I've been, I've been a more mindful consumer because of it. It's one of the yeah. biggest changes that's happened. But one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately, too, is like we just sent, as a nation, I think we sent one point something trillion dollars to the ukraine now granted okay i get it there's a lot going on over there they got their own problems okay that's cool but look around i think we have our own problems too like we literally we have major issues in america we have poverty we have hungry people like we think about there's only people in haiti and africa and all these places and other places that are hungry and poor no there's people here that are hungry and poor OK, I've seen more and more and more homeless people over the past three years consistently. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's more. Absolutely. Okay? So it's breaking people. And it's like, do, you, do people really understand what no. one point something trillion dollars would do in America nope. if we spent that money here? And so why is nobody asking that question? Like, Why? Why are we not solving real problems? Like, look at look at student debt yeah. here in America Look at the average income yeah. here in America. Like, like these things are not good. The average income versus uh, cost of living. Let's say that, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I get the average income consistently goes up. It's just because money, you know, obviously inflation and all these things. But the average income versus the cost of living is 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 terrible right now. Right? Absolutely. People are fucking hurting, yeah. and it's at one point something trillion dollars could make our schools better. It could fund our teachers better. It could train our you know, whatever, our police officers and the people that are, you know, what our public servants, our firefighters, it could do all that. It could fix poverty. It could fix homelessness. Like, Yeah.
1: But here's the deal. Nobody all, asked that question, though. Because they're all watching the news. And the news That's has told crazy. them that this is what good people think. That's if you so are a crazy. good person, you will fall in line. You will say, I stand with. You will not question anything. You will hate Donald Trump. That's so crazy. You'll put a a, a rainbow flag up all month of June, even if you don't know anyone who is of the community. This is the fact, guys, and this is the truth. You might hate me for some of the things I said tonight because you immediately think because I don't stand with a cause and I don't sit here and represent myself as someone who does, that I am someone who must be the antithesis of that thing. That's not true. You can appreciate the situation that's happening in Ukraine, yet I come from St. Louis, Missouri. I was just in Chicago, Illinois. These are two really rough cities outside of some of the common things that people know about them. Two of the most dangerous cities you can go to. 60 people on average a freaking week die in Chicago. Isn't that crazy? Yet you want to sit here because the news tells you I stand with this and so should you. Why aren't you going out of your way to try and support one of these communities? Why aren't you making life safer and better for the people here? Why aren't you investing in your community? I'm not coming at you for not doing it, but I'm asking you: Why would you come at me for choosing to do it? Exactly, and not only that,
0: but this is on a so on a national level, collectively, yeah, and on an individual level, yeah, like for real, like that connects it all together. It's like on a, in a on a national level: Why are we spending all this money mm-hmm. somewhere else when there's real problems that need to get fixed here in America? And then on a personal level, it's like, bro, why are we, why are we continuing to support the businesses that support that? Because it's easier
1: to look like a good person than it is to be a good
0: person. And you, you know why me and you see this stuff? And like, like I get, like I guarantee, like, in fact, I'm just gonna label this episode, we might be conspiracy theorists. Okay. Oh, no, it's not just gonna get a I, date or I, nothing. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, we're just gonna label <laughs> it like that. But but okay, so you know why this is like really obvious to us because we both are really um just intrinsically interested in and and well read in psychology yeah, honestly like we we understand human psychology and that's yeah. one thing i wish i could share more with people like i i'm extremely passionate about psychology yeah. i love investigating like how our minds work and when what what influences our decision making processes that's in fact that that's what's what's made me successful in business and sales Mm -hmm. is that I understand decision-making process, you know, how people think and how you can manipulate people. And I understand how easily influenced and manipulated we are like on a, like, like on a behavioral level, Mm -hmm. like what we see and what we hear, you know, there's this concept priming and there's all, all kinds of concepts that work on us. The mere exposure effect all day, every day, all this stuff is intentionally put in front of us. And it not only influences how we think, it influences the way that we behave
1: mm-hmm.
0: on a subconscious level, it influences your thought process. There. Isn't that crazy? And so I dude, I watched, nah, I don't even want to get into it, but like we can be <laughs> we can be so easily manipulated. And so when you're aware of mm-hmm. that, you're on guard. You're yeah. on guard and you're saying, like, you you are, you're forced to think critically. What is this person actually trying to do right now? Like, okay. even if I'm sitting in front of a salesperson. You're trying to sell me, bro. I see that shit. Yep. I see all the way through it, and it's only because I understand. Like I understand, and um, and so, guys, we might be conspiracy. Th- I mean, you might think so, okay? But honestly, the stuff that we brought up tonight, stuff that we talked about, especially the part about being a mindful consumer, like I, I, mm-hmm. I brought, I was, I was confident bringing that up because I think that's something that everybody could resonate with. Like, yeah. hey, like, hey, yeah, that makes sense. We should, we should pump money into our local communities. We should support. Our neighbor, rather than you know the richest person on the planet or whatever, yeah. right? So I felt like everybody would relate to that, but then we ended up dipping into some other shit. But yeah. uh, I- but guys, seriously, these these conversations, as always, okay. The whole premise of the show, well, at least one of the purposes of the show and one of uh, Grace and I's mission with the show is to is to create a space where we can have conversations with people, whether we agree or disagree, right? This is supposed to be a space where we can explore. Ideas, right? And, and, and force each other to question our own position on any given topic or, you know, in any different category, what, whatever it is, right? And this is never a place where it's my way or the highway. And this is never a place where you have to agree with me, right? Uh, we obviously talk about a wide variety of things on the show. And I want to be able to talk about the things that it seems like on a on a on a large scale we're becoming incapable of talking about publicly. Right. Mm -hmm. Like politics is one of them. Um, Culture is another one. And when and when I see things that that really just don't quite make sense, they don't quite add up. I feel it's my obligation. I'm obligated. I feel obligated to bring that stuff to my platform, to every single platform I have and to talk to as many people as I can about it and it's not to try to convince anybody but it's just simply to start the conversation. So those of you that literally have a different viewpoint or perspective on some of these things than than I do, please slide in my DMs, right? Please come up, pull up and let's talk about it because I want to I want to understand your perspective and I want to I want to make sense of these things. Like when I ask questions, like I ask good questions sometimes, okay? For example, one of the questions that I asked during the pandemic when people would get mad at me for not wearing a mask, okay. Hey, excuse me, sir, can you put your mask on? And I, I wouldn't say no, but I would ask an, an earnest question. I would ask, well, I, I'm just I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just a little confused. You know, if you're, help me understand, right? If your mask works, then why then why do I have to wear mine? You know, because I'm not worried about breathing in the air, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so just help me understand, and I would ask that question, and people would get mad. They would get front. Of, they would, they would flip out on me. Yeah. Right. But it's a good question. Okay. So when I ask questions like that, I'm not. I don't want you to get mad. And when I present my perspective, if it's different than yours, I don't want you to get mad. I want to literally hear your perspective. So just know that I know I said some things today that not all of you are going to agree with, and I hope we're still cool. That's okay, and I hope we can talk about it. Um, but I do also. I hope that you are actually receptive to it, because like. You know, becoming a more mindful consumer is super easy. It's not going to cost you any more money, and and over the course of the rest of your life, it will make a big difference. What Murph was saying is real. You you literally you know you vote with your dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. you vote with your dollars, and it's not. It may not be a political vote, but it is. It is a vote. Um, for who you want to give more power, more influence to, right? And 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 least case scenario, it's whose whose bank account do you want to put that money in? Who you know, and that that's. That's least case scenario, okay? That's that's if you just want to think about it on a surface level and it still matters because you can either put that money into your own local community or you can send it, you know, to freaking Hollywood, California or something like that, right? So, uh, those are the things that I really want to leave you with and that I want you to think about,
1: you know, um, you know, after listening to this episode. But Murph what do you got for for the people? Last words. Uh, last words. Um, number one, look, do your research. A couple of things I would look into are, again, George Carlin. I would look into these two books, Animal Farm and 1984. On top of that, guys, if you wouldn't mind checking out my podcast as well, Can We Talk About This? I'm on Spotify, have a podcast. I want to extend a very big thank you to Mark for not only helping me get started, but also just you know being a friend and having me on his show today. And lastly, look. I, I hope I left a good impression on you today on this podcast. <laughs> I'm incredibly unapologetic. I don't really care who likes me. But at the end of the day, I would rather be kind and create a good relationship with people. But you always have to learn how to think for yourself. And I had to learn how to think for myself after always caring about what people thought. And I will tell you this. I'm the happiest I've ever been in life. And I care about what I think. And with the few people around me who influence me the most, what they think because they make me better. And I think I make them better. And with that all being said, I'm him. Yeah, you, you, you are him, bro. And I
0: love the name of your podcast. But all right, guys, make sure you check his podcast out. Thank you so much. Listen, <laughs> if you like this episode, as always, you know, share it. Share it with somebody. And 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 maybe if you want to put a disclaimer up, like, hey, like you know. (laughs)
1: Conspiracy theorist alert.
0: Conspiracy theorist alert, but, you know, I love Mark, and, you know, he presents it in a way that I feel like we can all have a conversation about this, right? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But, thank you um, as always, and we will talk to you again next time.